thank God for him. He's a minister and pastor, Church of God, in Chesapeake Bay. He had a blessing to plant that church there, which is excellent. And we're just glad to have him tonight. Again, our last viewing, he's 123 viewers. Thank you for listening. It was so exciting. Now, friends, last week, a bunch of calls came in at the end of the podcast. You need to start calling in now to make sure you'll be in order enough to get your uh, comment heard in a reasonable amount of time. So, Pastor Morris, give us your information about the church, the address, how we can get there, etc., if you would please. Well, we're the Church of God. And our little statement under that said, where salvation makes you a member. Right. Uh-huh. We don't teach church joining. You got to be born into it. But we fellowship here in Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, We're uh, out here on the East Coast, about 20 minutes from the ocean. Uh, It's a nice little area. We butt up against Norfolk, Virginia, uh, and Virginia Beach, which is the touristy part there. And uh, it's a lot of souls out here, I tell you. And uh, I love living out here. So if you ever come our way. Come on and visit us. We'll roll out the red carpet for you. That's Ches- the Church of God of Chesapeake, uh, 201 Providence Road, Chesapeake, Virginia. And if you need to contact us, our number yes. is 757-390-4476. Or you can call my line, which is 757-390-4476. Patrick, you have a an array of online programs. Where can we connect with those? I did go to one last week. It was called Doing the Unthinkable, which I enjoyed much. How can our viewers connect with those uh, online program topics that you have to offer? Well, um, we in the Church of God here, we have a broadcast. It's called Upon This Rock Ministry dot org. And uh, um most of our, how could I say, our streaming services have been uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and a few other places. Uh, so you can find us at those three locations, uh, mainly on YouTube. And that is upontherockministry.org. And you'll see various series. We have teaching series, doctrinal series, prophetic series there, and they're there for the purpose of uh, helping build the church of God. And your fellowship meeting, if we want to attend, what month is that? Usually that will be August, but with COVID, that kind of threw a wrench in things, you know, so hopefully if uh, this pandemic ever passed, we can get back uh, to that, but we're going to start uh, doing some things online, gathering God's people together. Because that's God's will that we be together. And especially now, we need to be together. That's true. That's true. But you and I discussed, you you talked to me about an idea about having a ministerial discussion on unity. Is that still in the works or how is that going? Yes, that still is. It's just really um, scheduling it. You know what I mean? But what it is, what I would like to do, and... uh, 
if there's any ministers out there that's listening, let me know or let Pastor Moon know um, if you'd be interested in coming on format such as this, where we can have a candid discussion on the unity of God's people. With the pandemic, it's kind of hard for ministers to meet. But you know what has been unique? See, sometimes I try not to question God. Mm-hmm. We don't have no walls now that divide us. I have seen people come online and listen to the stream and contact me who who would never probably have come and visited my the actual location. So look like the walls are down now. So this is an opportunity. A lot of times people are afraid of what they don't know. If we get to know one another, you'd be surprised. We, we have much more in common than we do apart. So it's a trick of the devil to have us all in our own corners. But this is a great opportunity right now to bring God's people together. So uh, contact me, Brother Moon, and um, those that are interested in doing this. And uh, when you when we when we get enough support, we will schedule the program. Well, Pastor, case in point, we met about three months ago. Yes. I didn't know you didn't know me. And through the podcast, we talk what every other week also <laughs> calling and talking. So yeah. that in itself has been a blessing for both of especially for me. Thank you so much Praise for the Lord. friendship thus far. Amen. Amen. Pastor, so from last week, we got into some real helpful discussion here. So we want to uh, revamp briefly. And we talk about how you were in that serious time of your life that God sent an angel to come to rescue you. Yes. What do you remember most about that visit when that guy came to you to rescue you? What is What first comes to your mind about that visit? Okay. Uh, one thing, many people that know me, um, I don't have nothing to hide. I, I, I am who I am, you know, and, uh, and I'm just so appreciative that God is a God of second and third chances. You know, some people, they just stop at second, you know, but I, I know what that means, you know. And so um, I, there were brothers that I grew up with in the church of God. We were taught, we had a pastor who took a bunch of brother under his wings and he taught us to love one another, act like brothers, be supportive of one another. And when one failed, help the brother up. And not only that, follow up. Follow up was one of the most important things ever. And I tell you, I had some friends that I grew up with. Uh, I'll give you few names. One was Pastor Eddie Hodges. He's pastor of the Church of God in Joliet. Good friend of mine. Uh, Brother Ricky Dukes, um, pastor of the Church of God in uh, Chicago. Uh, Then there was a brother Abraham. He was, uh, he's a pastor of the Church of God in uh, uh, St. Louis, you know. So, but anyway, here it is. I had been out there for years. I was, I was just tired. I was tired of all the division and all of the inward fighting and bickering and all of that. And uh, 
I believed God and I, I believed in salvation, but I, it was just, you know, it had became overwhelming, you know, to the point where, you know, no matter where you go, it became a form of abuse, you know, because when one side is pitted against the other side uh, and you force the saints to take sides, we have a problem. Sometimes it was like being in a gang fight. You know, they use this term, my people. Well, you know, well, don't you know the world used that term too, my peeps. Uh, first of all, we're not, God doesn't divide us where each shepherd has his people. He gives us a certain amount of people to pastor, but all the people belong to God. So, but anyway, despite all that, uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. This brother, uh, uh, that pastor, Eddie Hodges, and uh, another brother, they were my friends. See, the Bible said that there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. You know, they didn't just base our relationship on what we did in service. They genuinely cared about me. They loved me. And because of that, when they called up out of the blue, I will never forget that day. Oh, that's when God took that and the conviction started rolling. And I knew my life was in a downward spiral. One day I was walking in my kitchen. I cried out to God. I said, I'm going home. I, 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 I can relate to the prodigal son when he thought on his way. I said, I'm going home. And them brothers was right there. They didn't browbeat me. They didn't say, I told you so. They didn't do this, that, and the other. They embraced me. They loved me. And all through the years, uh, they've been there for me. I, you know, it's, it's been a blessing. So uh, I'm, I'm just so excited to be a part of the Church of God. My faith has been renewed. Have some of the conditions changed? No, but guess what? I have changed. And I realize one thing, my salvation stand in the power of God and not in the power of man. I will never let man have that much power over me. You get under a man's spirit, you can't do the will of God because you're so busy following uh, personality. You know, we got some celebrity church of God preachers, so to speak, you know, where their personality, that's what people are following, that person. No, I want to follow the spirit of God in that person, you know. And so, and when that person get off track, I won't have the grace of God to still keep going, following the Holy Ghost. You know, the Bible said, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide, not man, but he will guide you into all truth. Because see, sometimes, you know, people are not honest. Some people, they operate with iniquity in their lives. You don't know what's going on. And if you can get so under their spirit, you'd be so busy following them and you can't obey God. Before our next question, we're going to ask the pastor about that genuine care that's so important. If you just tuned in, friends, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. And remember that you're not forgotten. You've been wounded. If you've left the God or left the church or whatever, we are knit our hearts together to yes. support disenfranchised, maybe, from the church. We love you. Situations can be devastating at times, 
We want to know and let you know that you have not been forgotten. So we're here to reach out with you with those three areas, forgiveness, reconciliation, and healing. So, Pastor, so if we want to reach people who've been wounded, disenfranchised, there has to be a genuine care. Is that what you felt from those who came to help you out that day? Yeah, genuine love and genuine care. You know, some some people, I've learned this, some people could say, when a person asks you what you're doing, they're being nosy. When they ask you how you do it, <laughs> they are concerned. That's interesting. <laughs> you know, so Good point. it's like um, you know, they 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 were like this right here. They didn't want to know what I was doing out there. They wanted to know how you doing, brother. We love you. We miss you. Remember the times we prayed together. Those nights studying the book of Revelation, staying up, we would have Friday night Bible class and we wouldn't leave the church till Saturday morning, searching the scriptures, staying there, you know, just before God. And I tell you, they, they, we, we all miss that. We miss one another to this day. And some of us don't agree on everything, but guess what? We're going to call one another. And when we get together, the bantering of one another, you know how some people pick in a playful manner. After, yeah. it's, it's love. It's like you say, that friendship, brother. Yeah. It's yeah. still that we enjoy one another. One, get off track where we're not afraid to put judgment on the other. You know, one of them, brother, he put some judgment on me. You know what I mean? It made me think, you know. But that's it. If you're going to help me, Get to heaven, give me some tough love. You know what I mean? Not yeah. no, I, I'm not looking at somebody just go along with me. See, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. When you love somebody, sometimes you got to tell them the truth. It's true. Any questions, right from our director? Yes, Pastor Ricky. Um, Mrs. DA313 asks How long were you out there? And when you came back, did you feel like you lost something spiritually or spiritual? Well, I was out there about. 20 years. Uh, it was, I was, I'll say it like this. I was out there too long. <laughs> uh, look, being out there a year is too long. Yes. yes. You know, sure. because uh, we don't know when God will call us home, but I just, that makes me appreciate his mercy the more. So when I come back, I knew, you know, I had to do a Jonah. I had to start running. You know, I had to say, I made three days journey in one day, (laughs) you know, and see the thing of it is God took me back over my life. He showed me the areas where my faults was, my mistake was, where I got off track was. He taught me about leadership and things of that nature. You know what I mean? I began to get those spikes nailed in and, um, me. And so, um, um, I just said, I obey God. The main, the key to it all is obedient. And next thing I know, God was, he dealt with me and he let me know that he had called me to feed his sheep. You know what I mean? This is what he was expecting of me. See, we all have assignment and you're going to have to give account of that assignment in the judgment. You see what I'm saying? And what did you do with that assignment? And God let me know he still was holding me for what he had told me. And I was just so glad that he gave me the privilege 
to do this again. I would rather be a janitor in the house of God just, just to be around the saints. But how? He brought me back. And I tell you, I'm I'm running. I'm still running. Amen. <laughs> I'm Amen. still trying to make that three-day journey in one day, and I ain't looking back. We have a call. Mr. Director? Yes, we have a, a question, Pastor Ricky, um, from Mrs. Williams. This is in reference to what you were speaking of earlier. Her question is, you said you all don't agree. How to remain open where we can disagree and not lose fellowship? Well, that's good. That's a good point. I got a scripture before me. I'm going to read it. Listen to this. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, that's Ephesians 4 and 1, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. A vocation is a career. All right. We all have a career with all lowliness, meekness, and long suffering. So I got to have those three attributes. Lowliness is humility. Meekness, that's kind. And long-suffering, long-willing, you know what I mean, to endure something. Forbearing one another in love. Forbearing means you put, if you love somebody, you're going to put up with it. When your children act up, you don't just cut them off. Well, it's the same way we can't cut one another off. And it's an endeavoring. That means making an effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. See, we got to first keep the unity of the Spirit in the bonds of peace. Have peace among us. Now, keep in mind, we ain't all agreeing at this point. There is one body, one spirit. Notice he said one this, one that, one the other. Ain't no, there's not another. Where else you gonna go? Ain't no other church. Ain't no other family. Just like you didn't choose your family, you don't have that option when it comes down to the family of God. The Baptist, the Catholic, the Episcopalian or whatever, the Shakers and Quakers, they are not your family. So we only have one family, and we have to endeavor in that family. You know what the beauty of the mystery of the fellowship? That all those Gentiles from different nations and different walks of life, different belief, he all put them in that tree or engrafted or put them in that body and made them all function together. So there's some things that only God can do. We just need to obey and do our part. God will make it work. Then it goes on, um, and it says, who is above all, through all, and you all, but unto everyone is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So the point of it is we have to make an effort, and that's the point. We make an effort. Those brothers, they make an honest effort. We make an effort to call one another. We make it an effort and we discuss some things, brother, with this, that, and the other. We know we, and you know what we'll say? You know, we always caught, cut from the same skirt tail. Talking about our former pastor. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get along. We begin to realize that, and God is working, and I thank God for it. But there's many more out here that need to be uh, repaired, many more relationships, I said. So, we just got to keep working at it. That's part of the process of the body. Uh, some trees, when they are wounded, they will produce their own healing sap. That's what the Holy Ghost is for. He is our healing sap. All we have to do is cut it and let it flow. You see what I'm saying? It might be wounded, but let me tell you, it's he's going to flow when we don't let him do his part and we get in the way of it, you know. 
Pastor, I've got five more questions in two minutes. I'm not going to be able to do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I've got to ask a couple more here. Okay, Pastor, you're talking to someone who left the church, and they're praying about coming back. As a church member where they're coming to, what can I do to make their comeback comfortable? What can we do to make their return loving and and, and and easily uh, assessed. What what can we do as a church, those who are coming back? Shower them with love. Look, it's hard enough they are battling the devil, right? True. The thoughts of the devil. True. And the, uh, the devil, no doubt, is tacking their minds, trying to give them excuses here. They're just all sorts of things. Let's not help the devil. Out one bit, just show them and everything. You know, that no matter where they turn, love, love, love. And let me tell you something. God will do the rest. The Holy Spirit will be healing them. You're healing them with love. The Bible said love shall cover a multitude of sin. And that was talking about if a brother error. You know what I mean? If he error, and here it is, you can go and help him. He is saying to us, I want you to know that the love you're showing that brother will cover a multitude of sin. Pastor, do you have any advice for the podcast? What can we do better here? Be more effective? What can we do better here? Well, brother, I tell you what, I hate, I don't want to say hate to, that's a way of saying it. But I tell you what, this is about one of the best things that have happened to the Church of God in a long time. The title alone, Wounded Hearts for Wounded Churches, that is really a blessing because you got a lot of wounded people out here. And so God knew we need some spiritual therapy. So let's keep it going. Please don't stop it. Keep it going because this is part of the healing process. We want to thank Pastor Morris tonight for taking time's busy schedule. And we do thank God for him. Friends, this podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God. Many have been wounded, disenfranchised, but help is here to support you. We love you and we want what is best for you. So next week, we will have another guest. We're going to call Pastor Morris back in the future, though. We're going to make him commit to that. But next week, 7 o'clock, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches on Thursday, we're going to continue with this topic of restoration and forgiveness. Next week, we'll have Pastor Calvin McCraney yeah. from the Memphis, Tennessee area. He's been ministering now 26 years. And if I'm not mistaken, his spiritual birthday is in March. He will be saved 50 years. Wow. So we uh, thank God for that. So again, friends, we're praying for you. We love you. Tonight, thank you for visiting Wounded Hearts. May the Lord bless you. God bless you. God bless you.